Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. Today, jury selection begins in Kentucky regarding the former clerk, Kim Davis. We're going to be talking about this on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Holly, this case began back in 2015, and why is it still going on? Because we have religious freedom accommodations for Kim, both by an executive order going back to December of 2015, and we now have a statute that was passed in April of 2016 unanimously by the House and the Senate that provided religious accommodation for people like Kim Davis who wanted to opt out for religious or conscience reasons and not perform same-sex marriages or put their name, title, and authority on same-sex marriage licenses. So why is the case still going on? The case is going on because the plaintiffs in this case, represented by the ACLU, they want to come after Kim personally, not in her official capacity, but in her personal capacity, to have damages assessed against her along with attorney's fees and costs, which could be several hundred thousand dollars. It is punishment for her exercising her religious convictions back in 2015. Uh, we'll talk about it, but today jury selection begins in this final leg of the case, and once the case finishes and a verdict is rendered later this week or next week, then this case has the potential to go all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court and defend religious freedom, number one, but also it has the potential to overturn the 2015 Obergefell same-sex mm. marriage opinion. And, you know, I think this is a great reminder, Matt, to pray for this case as it's going on right now. Pray for Kim and pray for our attorneys and, you know, the saying goes, when you're over the target, the enemy strikes and shoots arrows. And that's what's happened to Kim Davis since 2015. She stood up for her religious freedom. She said, I cannot sign these marriage licenses for same-sex couples. My religious faith will not allow me to do that. I stand for the Lord and my faith more than anything else. And it's such a great example to all of us. And, and she was an unlikely candidate. I mean, she failed at marriage several times. And that was used, they tried to poke that at her. But she said, you know what, I've embraced Jesus Christ. Um, I am faithful to my husband now. And I've, I've understood his love and his forgiveness. And I can stand for God's authority because I know that in my heart. Yeah, when asked uh, whether she was a hypocrite, she said, no, I'm forgiven. Right. And she made that statement on ABC Good Morning America that was broadcast to millions of people right. back in 2015. She says during that ABC Good Morning America interview in 2015, quote, I'm here for a short while in preparation for eternity. That's what we're here for. It's a heaven or hell issue for me. And, you know, just open your Bible and look at the different characters that God used throughout history to fulfill his purpose. You had prostitutes. You had those who were drunk. You had those who had various sins. But God used them in various ways to fulfill his mission. And the same for any of us. None of us are perfect. And Kim certainly, you know, says that. I'm not perfect. I've failed in these 
in these areas, but I am forgiven, and I know the truth now, and I will stand for that, for yeah, God. Yeah, she is an amazing woman who has been transformed mm-hmm. by the Lord Jesus Christ. Four years before this event that caught the world's attention occurred in 2015, it's amazing when you go back in the sequence of timeline how God prepared her. Four years before this event, she was totally transformed by a deathbed wish of her godly dying mother-in-law who asked her to get her life together and go to church. So as a result, just to check it off the list, she did that day. And she thought that would be her only time there. She would walk on her normal sinful life. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's when she gave her life to the Lord. The pastor preached a message of forgiveness and grace from the book of Galatians, and she became a broken woman. That was four years before this. Then the year before this happened, her mother who was the longtime clerk of Rowan County, Kentucky, had been there for over three decades, had a back injury and was not able to work anymore. And that's when Kim was helping her recover while she was keeping the office going and decided after prayer to run for the office. And she was elected, became the county clerk, took office in January of 2015. And that was the year that in June of that same year, a Burgerfell came down with this five to four terrible ruling. She said, quote, I never imagined a day like this would come where I would be asked to violate a central teaching of Scripture and of Jesus himself regarding marriage. She says, quote, to issue a marriage license which conflicts with God's definition of marriage with my name affixed to the certificate would violate my conscience. It's not a light issue for me. It's a heaven or hell decision for me. For me, it is a decision of obedience. That was Kim Davis. And you know, Matt, she did an excellent job in that position, and the people loved her. Employees loved her. The people in the the county loved her. But then one day, these two men walked in demanding a marriage license and brought the media with them, and that totally changed everything for Kim. Yeah, and they had not planned on getting married Uh, But they saw this issue of Kim Davis on social media, and they went down to see what was going on, and uh, they were videotaping it, and the cameras were there, and they got belligerent with Kim. Kim was very calm, but the next day, the video of them confronting Kim Davis in the clerk's office went viral, and that's where they were kind of put into the situation where, you know what, they had not ever decided to get married, Mm -hmm. but they went ahead and did it. And let's just make a big deal out of it, and let's target Kim Davis. And that's how they chose Kim Davis. It was a made-up, concocted situation. Then the ACLU represented them. Kim stopped issuing all marriage licenses until her religious accommodation request had been resolved. It was rejected by the Democrat governor at the time. And then there was an appeal litigation going on that was still in the works, Finally, you have a new governor elected later that year in the uh, fall election, and then Governor Matt Bevan took office in December and then gave her the religious accommodation she sought. Mm -hmm. And then that applied to all clerks, but then the next year, the legislature enacted the religious accommodation provision, but the ACLU and the litigation continued because they wanted to get attorney's fees for this case, and then they decided they wanted to come directly after Kim Davis. So this case has already been up to the U.S. Supreme Court once, not on the issue of religious freedom, uh, but we had filed a petition with regards to the what's called sovereign immunity or qualified immunity for somebody 
acting in their role. It went up to the Court of Appeals. The Court of Appeals uh, was considering a number of cases involving government officials. They decided not to take any case. But in our case, uh, Justice Thomas and Justice Alito wrote that this case involves very important issues, issues that, frankly, the court created Mm -hmm. back in the 2015 case, and it needs to be resolved and addressed at the appropriate time. So this case now, we again today uh, start jury selection. Then uh, the jury, once it's impaneled, we present the arguments. The jury will then render its decision. The judge has already found Kim liable, so the issue is really on damages. They really don't have any damages, but they're claiming that they do. Once that verdict is ultimately done and the court issues its ruling, that will be taken up to the Court of Appeals and from there up to the U.S. Supreme Court. And that's where this case may end up, has a high Mm -hmm. likelihood to do so, where we will press the issue of religious freedom, that this is a violation of her religious freedom. And number two, uh, that the Obergefell decision under which this whole case operates was wrongly decided, and just like the Dobbs decision overturned Roe, the Davis decision should overturn Obergefell. Absolutely. So again, just remember to pray throughout the day, and tomorrow, it'll probably go through tomorrow as well, and who knows how long, for Kim and for the jury and for the attorneys, and that justice be served. Kim did nothing wrong. She only stood up for her religious freedom, just like Jack Phillips, the baker, just like the florist, just like other situations where people say, I love people, I will serve anyone, but I cannot do something against my religious faith. And that's what Kim did. Kim is an amazing person. We have a book called Under God's Authority Mm -hmm. that is written about uh, Kim Davis. If you want to obtain a copy of that, you can go to Liberty Council's uh, online store, lc.org. You can go to our resources page and you can order it or you can call 407-875-1776, either lc.org or call the number 407-875-1776 and ask for the book Under God's Authority. But pray for Kim, pray for our team as today jury selection begins and then the trial continues out through this week. We'll keep you involved and informed about the results of this case as we continue to now, on our final leg, move this case back up to the U.S. Supreme Court. lc.org forward slash Kim. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. The website again, lc.org.